Welcome to Godcast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm Josh. This is James. Hello. And we have a new guest. We have Mike Ryan for you guys. And, uh, James, you want to to talk about our guest? Yes, we. Uh, I know Mike Ryan from being my dad's best friend. Um, my dad is also the pastor of the church that we go to, and uh, my dad, uh, Randy Keffer, and Mike have known each other for longer than I even know. I don't know how long you've known each other. I just know that whenever he introduces you, it's yours best friend. So, so, and obviously I've known him for a while too, longer than really I remember too. So, I mean, so yeah, we've, we're pretty good friends, even if, even if, you know, in recent, recently we don't get to see each other that right. often, but yeah. that doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're brothers in Christ and yeah. it's, and it's, you know, we, we know each other. The, um, the uh, the topic to which we will be getting to on the podcast is one that's a a generally a kind of broad topic of uh, what it means to be a Christian, and, you know what it means yeah. to devote to devote your life to God. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people that are Christians, they they don't under, they don't understand what it's like being like what it's like being Christian and know what to do and think that like for for a, even an up-and-coming Christian that it just got saved you kind of need mentoring and stuff and and stuff like that so discipleship yeah discipleship yeah, yeah. so I think well first I think to start us out we will pray in and I think I'll ask I'll ask Josh to pray us in in this uh, in this. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that we can just come and gather and just worship you, Lord. I just everything that we talk about, be just you just use us as uh, vessels and just flow through us and just try and reach people with this podcast. Um, any everything that we do, uh, be in your name, Lord, and just just bless our time here. That the rest of the time that we have at the men's retreat. And I ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, obviously, I think that we should start with a little bit of scripture. And what I've got here is uh, Matthew chapter 10, starting in verse 34. The scripture reads, reads, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's foes shall be they of his own household he that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me and he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me now the reason why i looked at that scripture whenever i was thinking about what it means to be a Christian is that the uh, the 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 you know like the aspects of what it means to be a Christian is like the the um the like responsibility of what it means to be a Christian and how you are and how God has called you to live your life. There's there's things that need to do and there's things that that got it. Uh, expects of you but before that all that there's a process that jesus laid out the path for of of getting saved and i and i think whenever people whenever people are are thinking of getting saved and they're and they're looking at at uh changing their lifestyle or looking to letting god change their lifestyle sometimes they don't understand what kind of comes with that because sometimes they've been they've been taught this kind of uh you know you know you change your life over to god and all of a sudden everything everything becomes good you know god god will not allow anything bad to happen to you but they kind of don't understand like they don't like it's just not that they don't understand but they haven't been taught that that's not what happens you know god you know things still happen in life and things are going to happen to us with or without 
God being, you know, being there with us. And God's always there with us, but with or without us being with God, things are still going to happen to us. And that's one of the things that, that's why I brought up this uh, scripture when thinking about um, what it means to be a Christian, is that there's responsibility, and there's not just responsibility, but you might need there might be things that need to be sacrificed. Like in here, he's talking about your family and he's talking about how I should be even more important than your family. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying that family is bad, but yeah. if you let family get in the way of your relationship with God, then you gotta, you gotta, you got some things to work through. Yeah. And lots of, lots of praying. So that is a lot of praying, especially to, to put Jesus above your family. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's just that there seems to be so there seems to be a lot of misconception, and not and not misconception, but not being prepared for that for new Christians of of not being prepared for the first time that Satan comes at after you after you, after you're not on his side anymore. That can be something to do with discipleship. Somebody not taking the newly saved person and showing them and helping them uh, letting them letting them know they're not alone even though because you're not alone because god's always with you we still we're human and especially for a newly saved it's easy to go back to your your old ways and it just just like just like that i mean i mean i've seen it happen and uh i've actually i've actually I think I've been one of those people. I mean, you slip you slip away from God, I feel like, every day. At least I do, and I have to keep keep going and keep going and keep going. And it's a constant battle and I feel like I feel like just letting letting somebody a newly saved person know that they're they're not alone and you know can can be can be really good and just help just helping them understand things, you know, in the Bible. I think that's that's also a good thing with uh learning uh that's that's also the little discussion we had in there uh uh whatever whatever cory and i think it was cory and you you actually brought up discipleship a lot in our little talk that we had and uh with our church members <clears throat> it's your bible it's my bible verse all right, so I'm I'm still in Matthew. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. So uh, Matthew four, <laughs> Matthew four, uh, Matthew four verses four, just verse four. But he answered and said, "It is written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that pro- that pro- proceedeth <laughs> out of the mouth of God." So. So I feel like what that's what's that saying, like breaking breaking it down, it's telling it's telling man not to not to live just off of just off of what uh not off of mana, not off of like what your is that literally what your your dad was saying in there? Not living off of mana, but uh, what, uh, I feel like with that scripture is kind of, is like trying to say it's not to, not to lean, it's not it's that the, the Christian won't lean on themselves, but they'll lean on okay, God. Yeah, they won't, yeah. you know, they won't lean, they won't be fed just with bread, but they'll be fed by the Lord and, and everything that they, and that what they need to, to make it through life. Yeah. And, like, and, to make it through life is is will be provided by God. Yeah, like a man a man can't do everything on a man can't do anything on his own. If you really think about it, uh, we can't do anything on our own. We have to we have to constantly rely on God. And so I think that when we look at the topic, uh, first of all, let me say that I'm proud of both of you. Thank you for stepping up Thank and you. doing this. That you know, God put something on your heart, and 
you weren't shy about it. You you responded to it. You mm-hmm. might have taken a little bit of time, but yeah, we you've, waited. You've, you've seen it through, and you're you're interviewing good people, and you have great topics. And there are not enough people sit around the table, Christian, sit around the table and actually talk about being Christians and yeah. what God expects from us. And, uh, and and I love you both. I'm very proud of both of you for stepping up and doing something. That's the first thing I wanted to say. Thank you very much. You're Thank welcome. You. The second thing is when you take the topic of what does it mean to be a Christian, um, I don't think that you can lump Christianity into one statement. Yeah. First yeah. of all, you have to, we, we know that in order to become a Christian and what it means to be a Christian is to be a follower of Christ. Yeah. Um, now there's a misconception that what that looks like, there's a lot of people that think it looks uh, some, something like an extremely disciplined life and other people look at it merely as like what we refer to as fire insurance. You know, I'm just going to accept Christ because I don't want to go to hell, but I really don't believe in the Bible and I really don't believe that I need to do X, Y, or Z. So you you have to look at what does it truly mean to be a Christian. First of all, if, if you profess to be a Christian but don't believe the Bible, in my opinion, you're not a Christian. Yeah. Uh, in order to be a Christian, we have to understand that the Bible is God's inerrant word and it is the truth, period. Um, in order to be a Christian, we have to realize that we as human beings away from God are sinners. We have to confess that. We have to believe that, you know, we are outside of the will of God, which means that we're disobedient. We're, we're not following his directives. Um, so you have to admit that you have to ask Christ to come into your heart. You have to ask Christ to clean up your life because you can't do that by yourself. Mm-hmm. That is the meaning of your verse, Josh, when it says you can't live on, on, on manna alone, but you have to live on the word of God. God is the one that straightens out our lives. God is the one that fulfills our life. You can fulfill a hunger, but when you wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to be hungry again. When you fill yourself with Christ and with God, and you do need to read, and you need to study, and you need to continue to do that, because if you don't, it'll be the same thing. You'll end up hungry again. But it's different than, than the spiritual, it's different than the physical food this is the spiritual food that will lead you to eternal life. Yeah. Um, so, what it means to be a Christian is, you know, I'm a person who has admitted that I'm a sinner and I've confessed that to God. I've asked God to come into my to my heart, which is basically just an analogy for, for coming into my mind and cleaning up my mind and, and helping me make better decisions based on what I read. Being a Christian means that I have to be in that Bible. I have to read it every day, just like you've learned here uh, with with some of the sermons you've heard today and yesterday. Uh, it, it, is, it is a continuous uh, devotion to God and recognizing that He's the Father. James, uh, I think there's a couple verses throughout the Bible that actually uh, go along the lines with what you're saying. And, and, and I, I think it's you have to know what kind of um, scripture you're reading to be able to understand what it says because not everything is literal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's using an analogy here and he uses it in other places where he's like, your love for me should be so great that it looks like you hate your mother and your father. Jesus doesn't expect us to hate our love. You know, yeah. He wants us to love everybody. Yeah. Even people who offend us, he still wants us to love them. What he's saying is that he needs to be so first in your life that it, all, it looks like, it appears like everything else doesn't even matter. Um, and, and when we talk about what does it mean to be a Christian, you know, there's so many people that profess his name, but it doesn't look like he's first in your life. Your family is first, your kids are first, your job is first, your bank account is first, your vehicles, your Harley Davidson is first. I mean, your dogs are first. There's so many things that we can put first and above God in our lives. And and he's telling you he doesn't want you to do that. And so if it doubt, now there's other bridges where we have to cross and we say, just because I do a certain thing does not mean I'm not a Christian. But there are certain things that we do that that do mean that we're not a Christian. 
if, if you call yourself a Christian, but you don't think that that Bible is the inerrant word of God, we've got a problem. Yeah. You know, if, if you call yourself a Christian, but you don't think that sin is real and that you should be obedient to God's will, we have a problem because it is a disciplined life. You know, and we are to love one another, but like we found, we heard today, when we become saved, we're set aside. God looks at us and he says, you're special to me. You you have asked me into your heart. So now, you know, we have a special relationship. He doesn't expect us to be out in the world, you know, and continue to do worldly things. So I think being a Christian looks like something special. And, and I think a lot of people just don't want to do that. Yeah. But what it means to be a Christian it, it is, the, is to, like you said, both in both of those things, God's got to come first mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. If He's He's not first, then I mean, you're probably worshiping an idol if He's not first. You only have two choices. Yeah. You either worship God or you're worshiping Satan. Yeah. You can tell me that there's 5,000 different idols. Yeah. If it's not God, it's Satan. It's Satan, yep. yep. So, it's only one of two. Yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, the Bible, the only way to get to heaven is through Jesus. Yeah. And the Bible says that Jesus is the Word of God. Yes. So, if you don't believe in this Bible, you're saying you don't believe, you in, don't Jesus. believe in Jesus. Yeah. Right. And there's, there's no other way to get to heaven. Yeah. This Bible is the Holy Word of God. It's and Jesus is the manifestation of the yeah. Bible. Basically. When you read, when you read the, the book of Genesis and you read the account that Moses records uh, from God speaking to him about how he created this this world, we, we know that from some of the things that are said that that there was always God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, we, we know that that they were present. From day one in the New Testament, we read about how Jesus, the Son of God, comes down from heaven, takes on an earthly human man form, but he's a hundred percent man and he's a hundred percent God. And we read about the Trinity and we understand that and we learn that, you know. Um, but we also look again in the book of Revelation, the very last book, it even clearly says this is Jesus' testimony. He's giving this to John. So this is Jesus telling you, this is me. This whole book, I mean, from cover to cover, this is Jesus Christ. And I know that there are people who say, well, I'm so in love with my sin that I need to alter that because I need to be, I need it to be okay for me to continue to do what I'm doing. So Jesus can't be the the whole book. Jesus can't be the one saying all of this stuff. Just mortal men wrote that book. And, and, And so... Again, you're saying that this isn't real. You're saying Jesus isn't real. And, and, and I have absolutely no problem calling into question the Christianity in your life. Yeah, if you say you're a Christian but don't believe this, then what are you, what are you worshiping? What are you getting your source? What are you, what are you basing your, what are you basing what are you yourself or God off of? Yeah, yourself. You're, 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 yourself. You're, yeah. yourself. you're relying yourself. on yourself. And, and that's idolatry, like you mm-hmm. said. Uh, but at the same, like I said, it doesn't matter whether you're worshiping yourself in idolatry or you're 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 representing some totem pole in, in, in idolatry. You're worshiping Satan because there's yeah. only one of two choices: a lot it's of us, either God or Satan. A lot of us, it's it's this thing right here. Well, I mean, it's, it's how whatever means you use, yeah. you know. Yeah. Damn. I forgot forgot what I was gonna say. Somebody somebody pick it up, but um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know what you were going to say. Well, I, I, know, I don't mean read my mind. But hold on. <laughs> but uh, talking about you know dedicating or, or uh, yeah, but dedicating your life, your life to this. You know, it's. Well, I think too we have to come up alongside of people like we've been looking because again there's stages you first mm-hmm. you admit that you're a sinner you get saved on the day when you do that when you ask God to come you don't know everything yeah you're a babe in Christ the Bible says it you're on milk you're not yeah. on the meat you have to grow 
You have to grow up just like a baby grows up and goes from from milk to formula to soft food to hard food. You know, it's yeah. a process. It's to, to the, the meat and taters. <laughs> yeah, so it's the same thing. So, you, you know, you become a Christian and you accept Jesus Christ into your heart. You're not really going to understand the, a lot of the doctrines that we have, you know, that are not salvific doctrines. And that's, and that's something that can that can mess up some new believers yes. if they say oh, yeah. and then they become a new believer and then they end up going too too deep into stuff that that at their point yeah. they might not be able to fully grasp everything and i've seen and I, i've seen with some people where you know and like thankfully in our church and in our church the, with the people that i have seen it they come to people they come to people mm -hmm. they do do the discipleship and whenever they do end up seeing those things they come to people and ask the questions and don't just go and don't sit there and in their in not knowing you know and, and just letting letting the stuff confuse them and then they end up not you know yeah. something goes wrong and then they don't know how to how yeah, to go and that's about why it what you guys are doing is important because there's people that are going to and especially as you get better at this and you grow mm -hmm. this and you interview people and your topics get a little bit more in depth and the conversations mm -hmm. get in depth and you know you do it for a while and you get used to doing it people will start listening to you for the purpose of learning something yeah and so it's this it's it's the same way that when you have to be careful about who you choose to be your dis, you know, tutor. You know, who, yeah. what churches are you going to? Are, and that's why we have to participate in this. Yeah. You know, you have to pay attention and you have to understand what the word says mm -hmm. so that you know whether you're being taught something real or yeah. wrong. And the Bible says that there will be people that will teach yeah. you wrong stuff. There'll be wolves in sheep's clothing trying to manipulate you. They'll, they'll be telling you things that will just tickle your ear oh, yeah. and make you happy. The only reason they're doing it is so that you come to their church and give your and fill their seats, and they can have you know all these numbers and and, and make money and do all kinds of things like that. Yeah, they, but they're really not concerned about your salvation. Now. They want lip service. Is, is what yeah. they're looking for. They're looking. They're looking for someone to enable their what they're doing yeah. to to no, make it seem right. Excuse. Yeah. I we learned. I uh, heard. We went to whatever, I think, the, the state conference with my dad, it was the first one, was, the first one that we went to, and the preacher that was there for that day was talking about how how churches, how people, how God-Bible churches need to speak up and do more, because now more than ever, there just seems to be a, a, a growing number yeah. of not only opposition to Christianity, but just but teaching just the absolute wrong things in so-called churches yeah you know like i, I think he talked about one church i can't remember where it was from but it was in i think it was in florida but it's a huge huge like thousands and thousands of church the very they have a in the breeding area they have a bar to serve drinks and the and the very first message that they taught the preacher who the preacher who was um, who was a man, but dressed up in some kind of, you know, the, some kind of womanly attire. Like, like drank LGBTQ? A beer as they, as they were preaching, as they were preaching. Yeah. And it's just like. And that's an example you know, of where I'm going with this. Uh, being a Christian is, it's, there's just, that's such a deep subject because yeah. there's so many things. We, to do as a Christian, and one of the things that is not so common today is reverence. It's something that that I feel compelled to address because, you know, when you are in a church and you are worshiping God, that place is holy ground. <laughs> it's a very sacred place, and you know, for millennia there has been reverence. You have to have reverence in, in, because we're talking about God yeah. who like created all of the planets in outer space and, and, and then took the time to create us. Yeah. So small in the grand scheme of, of everything, and, but yet yeah. we're the most important part of everything that he created. Yeah. It's all, not a planet. It's not a planet going to heaven. It's you and me going yeah. to heaven. You know? and, and, and just in like, just under, I mean like God loves us as much as he does. 
because he decided to. Yeah, he you doesn't know, have to. Yeah, he de- we we decided to love yeah. us, yeah. no we, matter what we do. We dis- so when we, we dis- don't return that, yeah. we are living outside of his will because he wants it. He wants it back. He wants he wants us he's, to love him. He's a back. jealous God. Yes, he said so very clearly. Yeah, the only the only thing in the universe that's allowed to be jealous yeah. is God. Yep. But and it's it's something you know like the trying like <clears throat> some some I we talked about this a little bit in Travis and whenever we were interviewing Travis is um is that it's really a shame whenever there's some people that you can tell are kind are split in that but split in because they don't just because they don't know you know it's a lack of it's a lack of knowledge because mm-hmm. like like whenever like there's so many people like talk, talking to people at uh, at my school or whatever there's so many people who don't understand why Christians think that it's a sin to be gay but they, they just don't understand yeah. why it's a sin you know like it's it's a shame and especially because it's people that that are actually open to having a conversation about God but they'll still so, never you know so so here, here's what I'm saying would you use a screwdriver to hammer a nail nope. no no <laughs> so you would use a hammer yeah mm-hmm. why because it's the right tool for the job. It's the right tool for the job. Yeah. You use a hammer with a nail, you use a screwdriver with a screw. Yeah. Right? Yep. So telling me that God created man for woman and woman for man, and then saying, well, man can be with man, there's nothing you can do with man. It's the wrong tool for it doesn't fit. Yeah. Now, a person can understand that analogy, a hammer with a nail and a screwdriver with a screw, but they don't want to understand the analogy of a man with a woman. In, in, in a woman with a man, they don't want to understand that because there is the sinfulness of the flesh that says to, that's the way I want it to be. Another reason why they don't understand is because they actually believe that I look at it as like a bubble. When you're inside the bubble, which we are, we're all inside the bubble. You can't be the creator of morality because. If we're free to do that, your morality is going to be different than your morality, and on both of your moralities is going to be different than my morality. You know, we have pedophiles who believe that it's okay for them to love children. Their 40-year-old man is okay to be with a five-year-old girl. We are allowed to be married because I love who I love. In the pedo- in, in the pedophile's world, that's okay. So if in the bubble where we all live, we're allowed to create our own morality, then that pedophile has to be allowed to create his own morality too. But that's not okay. That's not okay. And a lot of people who say, well, why isn't homosexuality okay, will say that pedophilia is not okay. My question is, what gives you, what's the difference and, and why do you have the authority to make that? Whereas if you go outside the bubble where there is the creator, who created the bubble and created everything in the bubble, now all of a sudden you're talking about somebody who does have the authority to, to, to create the morality rules, which he did. And, and, and again, one of the biggest things that we have to do first is understand that that Bible is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you're talking to somebody who doesn't understand why homosexuality is a sin, they don't understand the Bible. So the, the first thing that we need to do is get that cleared up. Because then the answer is, because God created man for woman and woman for man, and it's right here in this Bible that we agree is the inerrant word of God. Until we agree on that, we've got, you're not going to really win that conversation. You know? And you can give analogies all day long. Like I said, they'll understand the hammer and nail screwdriver screw they'll get that because yeah. that, that that's something that you 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 can hammer a screw it's going to destroy things it's not going to be a good job at all yeah. but you can't screw in a nail you know yeah you have to hammer a nail and that's just the rule yeah yeah and then like one of the things one of the things that like if I, if, if if they um, if they 
can say that this is the word of God. One of the things why, because like they like you can use that analogy, but some people, some people will still say, you know, well I know such and such who is a gay couple that's been happy for you know however many years. Happiness can't buy it's your like, way into heaven. It's like okay. Maybe they are happy. Well, first of all, there's a difference. I remember I've heard I've heard my dad say this before. There's a difference between something that's successful and something that's endured. Yeah. And then also, it's like, okay, well, yeah, okay, maybe maybe they are happy. Maybe they are completely happy together. That still doesn't matter, and that still doesn't mean that that what it is is still like right like this like like a lot of people say well why did god well because some people might say why did god create me to have those feelings it's like well he didn't not in not in the garden god created adam and eve and then things and then things went wrong whenever sin was introduced now it's now it's the impulses of the flesh it's like sure it's like maybe you maybe you do like the same gender as yourself but that doesn't mean that that's what's right. Right. Yeah. That it means that that's the exactly. flesh telling you, telling you that. So, sure. There's maybe no difference. You, you know. There's no difference between a person saying that I am attracted to a person of the same gender as me, um, and so therefore I'm going to go ahead and act on that. I'm going to be a homosexual or, or a lesbian, and I'm going to uh, gay or a lesbian, and, and I'm going to engage in a same-sex relationship, marriage, whatever. Or saying that you know I don't I don't feel like a I'm a man but I don't feel like a man so I'm going to identify with a, a woman or a cat or whatever it is uh, and, and I mean that's what people are identifying uh, themselves with so here, here here's the point there's no difference in that and then me saying well I feel compelled to gamble uh, my my paycheck away to the point where I can't pay my bills gambling is a sin. I feel compelled to lie about everything because I don't want to be accountable for anything. I feel compelled to be drunk every day. I just, I want to be drunk. I want to drink, you know. I feel compelled to be in a heterosexual relationship but have multiple affairs, okay. So, it none of that in the grand scheme of sin matters because it's all sin. Yeah. And we all have that like you mentioned the word flesh we all have that drive to do things mm-hmm. you know i i like gambling you know i like playing sports you know sports books online is yeah. it's easy to do these days you know more easy than it's ever been um i have to tell myself no i like to drink i want to drink i have to tell myself no i want to step out on my life i have to tell myself no i can't answer the, the call of the flesh, I have to answer the call of the Lord. And so, uh, because that's the life He wants for me. He knows better for me than I know for myself. We all know that. He created me. He knows me better than I know myself. I want to do things that are going to destroy me. He wants to do things that are going to prosper me. Not necessarily prosper as in money, but eternal life. Yeah. So He knows what is good for me. As what it means to be a Christian is for me to be obedient yep. to yep. him. Yep. And and so you in my my mind's eye, you can't tell me that you're a Christian while you're being disobedient, knowingly, willingly, and purposefully yeah. being disobedient to God. Yeah. It's like And to the point like if like you just don't feel conviction at all and you just keep doing it, it's you you stray away from God. And I've heard people tell me, like, uh God turned God turned his back on me. It's like no, he didn't. You turned your back on him when you decided to do sinful things. It's just like it's just like it's like if you think that God's turned your back on you, you need to read the Bible more. Yeah. Cuz he's I mean, right there. Yeah, he anytime anytime you need him, he'll be there. Yeah. yeah. It's just one it's of just, the examples that I've always used is is Charles Manson. Now in the Bible, it talks about God turning a, a sinner over to a uh, an apostate uh, heart. You know, he's going to he's going to decide who does and doesn't come into heaven, right? 
So, but do you realize that God loves Charles Manson just as much as he loves me? He loves Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Kaczynski, you know, what's the other dude, the other serial killer's name? Uh, Hitler. 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 You know, Hitler. He, he, these, these are his creation. He created them. And he loves them. They were extremely disobedient. So they have the consequence of everlasting life mm -hmm. in hell. It's They're going to be tormented mm -hmm. and absent from the presence of God forever. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean he didn't love them, and which is why we are supposed to love them. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have to agree with what people do in order to love them, which is a very common mistake today. If I tell you I disagree with you, automatically I hate you. And yeah. that's not true. Yeah. That's not the truth. What does it mean to be a Christian? Another avenue. To be a Christian, we must be truthful yeah. and loving. We have to put them together. Today, we're only concerned about being loving, and the word love is human definition, not godly, not a divine definition, because that definition means I need to tell you the truth. Yeah. I need you to know that I love you and I care about you, but what you're doing is going to send your soul to hell for eternity. Mm -hmm. And I'm not judging you. I'm telling you what this book says, because once again, we go back to the book. If you don't believe the book, we can't have any other conversations. We have to clear that up first, yeah. because that's where a Christian should live, in the book. Yeah. Just like we were told, we've been told this now for two days straight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you have to believe the book. We were, um, I use, I end up using uh, one of my dad's examples a lot whenever I talk, like, talk with one of my friends. I was messaging them and talking, which first of all, I don't think is a good idea yeah. to talk about the Bible over messaging. Yeah. I, don't any, like, any I really don't like talking about anything over the yeah. phone. It's yeah. like, I, face it's like face. if somebody tries to tell me over the phone, I'm usually, I usually just yeah. wait until you see Texas, me in person. Okay, do you need me to bring milk home? Yeah, okay, bring yeah. milk home. Fine. Yeah, that, that, so that's, let's not like, have a conversation. Or like our first podcast episode, we did it over the, the Bluetooth and the, the whatever, and it didn't sound good. And in my opinion, it was one of our, it was, it was a good episode, but it could have been so much better if it was face to face. Mm -hmm. I, you get so much more out of that. Yeah. But, uh, but we were messaging because uh, we were messaging because it, cause she messaged me first asking questions. And so I was like, I was like, I got to answer, you know, so I, was, I was like, this isn't a point where I can just say, hey, just see me, just wait until you see me next. I was like, oh, I got to answer. And one of the things that was said was, I don't, was like, it's like, I don't know how I can trust the Bible after all, you know, all the time. And, you know, it was written by people and all the time between when it was written and now. And one of the things that I, was what I that mentioned, which was something that I hear my dad do a lot, or dad say a lot, is that, you know, if you believe that God is the all bow is the all powerful. Do you really not believe that he can keep this? Yeah. You know. He's not going to just let accurate us. throughout the years. Yeah. You know, it's and it's and I get and a lot, and I think this also goes back to people not quite understanding is that a lot of people don't understand that this is the living word of God. That mm -hmm. sure it was written down a lot, uh, you know, a long time ago, and it's written in a way that a lot of people might find difficult to yeah. read. But yeah. it's if you if you can truly understand this, which comes from discernment from the Holy Spirit, you know, this will speak to this will speak for any generation. This will speak. This spoke back whenever it was first written. It will speak if. If we're still here, it'll speak millions of years later. You know, it'll always speak because it's the living word of yeah. God. And and you, it feels like you get something new every time you read it. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm sure I'm sure in a few, in even months time, we'll go back and do an ep do an episode and go back to some scripture and find something completely different in that scripture, and that means something completely different, which is which is really. To me, it's really awesome about 
about the Bible. You know, let me ask you, it has, it has never taken place in my life where somebody who wanted to argue the Bible with me was to the intellectual level of perhaps like Stephen Hawking. Everybody who wants to argue the Bible with me is academically on my level. They're not brilliant. And one of the things that I tell them is, do you realize how many times since that book was put together, intellectual people who know more about that book than you and me put together have tried to attack that book and it still survives. Yeah. The yeah. truth still survives. They prove it to more. To this very day. Archaeological dates prove yeah. that book. Yeah. You know, they have times and dates and years and, and people. There's real people's names used in that book that we can prove through records that actually existed. And the time period is right. The story is right. When you're looking at a story, that's the truth. Like how, uh, I forget the king, but they had 100,000 horses. They excavate a, a site and they find horse stalls that can keep 100,000 horses. So it's like, that must be, it's the truth. But what I'm saying is that book has been attacked, I don't know how many times, by intellectual people and some Joe Schmo it, it wants to get in, in, into my face about it and challenge its legitimacy. I, I don't I don't understand how you think you're going to do that when people much smarter than you have failed. Yeah. It, it, the, the book is never not being attacked. You it know, just it, comes down to once again the sin nature of man to the point where it's not that this book isn't real, it's just that you don't want to follow it. Yeah. Yep. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also I have this experience, a few a few of the girls at my school are Christians, but they believe in abortion. And I personally I don't know how to go out that. I don't. Like like they're killing God's creation. Yeah. Yeah. How can you believe in God and love God and love God's creation and then kill it? Yeah. There's when there's no threat to you. Yeah. I mean, I, I really truly believe that God expects us to defend ourselves. You know, because if if Christians just sat there and let let other people kill us, we there'd be no Christians left. Yeah. And we're commanded to go forth and spread the gospel. I don't know how we're supposed to do that if we're all dead. So I do yeah. believe that we are allowed to defend ourselves. Yeah. So how is it that you're going to say that you love God and you love God's creation and you're a Christian and then kill but something you they gave you? It's okay to kill an innocent yeah. child of God. Yeah, and He no. gave you that child for a reason. That child, that child could be yeah. a child that brings somebody to God. But they're believing a very secular message. Yeah. Once again, they're ignoring the Bible and they're living in in a, in a, inside the bubble, thinking that they can create their yeah, own morality. They're, they're taking out and putting what they want, which yeah. is means now. Now that's not the Bible. You've now created something new, and you've created a new religion. Yeah. So I feel very comfortable in saying that you're not a Christian. Yeah. You've created something different. Mm -hmm. You know, in whatever your belief system is, and it's not Christianity. You've yeah. created your own. Religion. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Kepherism. Yeah. Right here, you know, like, as, my, as my dad said, he uses that for whenever you try to try to insert and make your own decisions yeah. and what God and what God yeah. tells you to do. Like, and an analogy for that that I've that I've heard that used multiple times is, you're, because people will try and explain abortion like, you know, the it's, it's not, it's not, it's not life. It's Something not like that. Yeah, or it's it's not. It doesn't feel the pain. Well, whenever wow. you're whenever you're passed out, what if I just well pow, like, boom? <laughs> you they don't feel it. Is that not murder? And, and you, but you know the thing is just like it, it really, you know, it really irks you also to the point because you also have to think like to, like talking about abortion since you used that. You don't even need to use the Bible to to like to disprove that stuff. Yeah. It's like you don't even need the Bible to do that. Like, it's like they found bacteria on Mars, and they say that that's life. But a fetus in a in you know a, a woman's womb isn't life. Yeah, it's like you're, you don't you're even. You're saying just the, it's like, the illogic of their own arguments against them. Yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah. the the God says that it, that you find himself in nature, yeah. and like and that's one of the things. It's like. 
well, you say that this is life, but that's not life. It's like you're going against the nature of the world at yeah. that point that is showing and what God just, is saying. It's just like the, the, yeah. their, their title that they have, people will listen to whatever they say just because of their title and, you know, how many how many you know degrees they have and whatever they'll they'll listen to that over this which is a huge problem this there's <laughs> there's some verse in the, there is verses in the bible that also talk about how life is made it life is there at conception so yeah. there's also just straight up bible verses yeah. that will help you in that argument yeah in, or not i don't want to say argument because you know we don't really want to argue yeah it's also a commandment yeah yeah it's a commandment it's there's there's which the bible translated to murder yeah. you know thou shalt not murder so yeah because yeah. there is a i mean like, like some people like if you're like you're like a a like a Christian soldier, it's like it's like I've I've rarely, but I've also seen some people that are like, well, the Bible says thou shalt not kill, so how could a Christian like be a soldier or something and like be sent to fight for his country? It's like, or like or like thou shalt not kill, and there's people and there's warriors that have been God's yeah, like warriors Sam that Sam. have killed, you know, like that have fought and killed like thousands of people, yeah. you know, and it's like there's a very big difference between like murder, self-defense. You know and all that stuff it's like it's these things it is these things that are very that seem very clear-cut you know like they're like they're not difficult to understand but it's it's just the willingness of this is something that I don't want to believe so I'm gonna make excuses about why this thing's illogical when really it's the only thing that makes sense in this world is yeah. to live by what this bible says and to live by what god tells you yeah like talking to like people people it's like it's like telling trying to teach a child something and they just don't understand it like you want so, you yeah. want to to use the bible just pound them on the head with it until they understand but you can't do that <laughs> but, yeah, but you can't <laughs> yeah I I want to be. I mean, you know, the more and more you like, you know, like the more and more you. Mike know, Ryan and Randy Kepper, United Free Will Baptist Church, do not condone violence. Violence, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the more you know somebody, you know, hopefully the thicker skin you get with them. So maybe a little bit, you know, you know, a little bit. Yeah, less. yeah. Like James, you you knocked me out once or twice. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, but. But yeah, it's just that the only logical, the only logical way to live life here on earth is with God's word. And, and that's what it means to be a Christian is to live by this word, live by the directions that yeah. God gives you. And, and I feel like what we've been harping on a lot in this whole thing is to not try to live by your own ways of thinking because yeah. we we can't our thoughts are not God's thoughts his thoughts are higher than ours how would it go and I mean it does happen um, in reality there are households where kids rule the parents yeah mm-hmm. how but how does that turn out no, not, not very out. well yeah you know, know, with kids yeah you, you think mean, they can do anything uh, how, uh, a, a child can't can't lead the house mm-hmm. you know you can't pay the bills you, yeah. you can't you can't make the big decisions and stuff you know um, and I know that there are, are kids that act out and so therefore through their negative behavior they have control of their parents but it's not all that different in a relationship between us and God, who is our Father, that we rebel against Him, and that somehow or another, that's going to work out well for us. It's just not. It's just not the way that that works. Um, the Bible uses the the comparison of, of our relationship with God to to the, the marriage of a, a husband and wife in the in the family unit, and how that's all supposed to work. And it. it it just there is a disciplined life and like I said we are all compelled by our flesh to commit sin of some kind yeah you know I don't ever want to just 
harp on one particular sin. We don't need to do yeah, that. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that we're all compelled to sin. Yep. And and we all have to say no to that. To say that to try to manipulate the Bible so that we can perform our sin is also something that has happened since the the creation of of time. I mean, the first we have the first sin in the, in, in the garden. But Cain wasn't too far behind when he slew his brother out of jealousy and, and, and you know, wanting of being angry out of anger, which is another sin. Yep. And, you know, so you just, you, you have to be obedient to, to God's uh, laws and expectations. Otherwise, things aren't going to work out for you. Yeah. Well, I think... I think that we can, we can wrap, wrap it up, up, wrap it yeah. up with that right after, right around here. I'm, I think. I'm just saying we could have a part two. <laughs> we, we we probably could, but I think, I think we we got the message across of of how of what being a Christian is is relying con- entirely on the Bible, on God's understanding, yeah. and. Um, and as the scripture says, dying to yourself daily and picking up your cross and walking with Jesus. Yeah, being Christ-like. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode with um, Brother Mike Ryan and that you can tune in for any of the other episodes that we've made and any that we make afterward. Yes. Um, I think I will pray us out of here and then... and. And we can say goodbye. All right. All right. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we ha- we thank you for being with us during this conversation so that we can have a uh, a conversation that will uh, h- help us progress in our in our walk with you and in our in our spirit. And that hopefully whoever listens was able to get something out of this out of this discussion, Lord. That that something, and even if it's just one thing that we said today, would would hit home with somebody and help them become a better Christian for you or to start making that step towards you Lord a step to understand you Lord and what you and what you wish for us in our lives Lord we ask that you be with all of us here as we as we go along our day please be with the rest of the men's retreat and that everything else will be uh, with you Lord and that you'll you'll bless everything that happens here we ask this all in Jesus name Amen Amen